Everyone wants to talk about price. So why do we deny that to our customers? In this episode, we go one step further and talk about the six ways you can talk about price. Plus, is Bing, now armed with ChatGPT, back from the dead? We talk about that and a whole lot more in this episode of Inbound Buzz. Welcome to the Inbound Buzz Podcast, your weekly jolt of all things digital and inbound marketing. Brought to you by redpandas.com.au. Now for your host and co-founder of Red Pandas, Moby Sadiq. Welcome to the Inbound Buzz Podcast. It's been a minute, hasn't it? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I the name is- of the show. My name is Tony Cow, and I'm joined by Moby Sadiq. How are you going, Mobs? Man, it's uh, so good to be back podcasting with you. It's been so long. I've been dying to get here. But um, but yeah, man, it's really good. So, uh, Mobs, you were in uh, Bali um, last week. Yeah. Tell, uh, me, tell me something funny. After going to Bali like four months ago, then going back, I mean, I fell off a scooter. So, I did the Australian <laughs> thing. And, you know, you go there and you jump on a scooter. You don't know what the hell you're doing. Uh, funnily, it was raining, right? So, when it rains, it floods really quickly and they have open ditches okay. and you can't see where the road ends and the ditch starts. So, I thought I'll be smart and bypass it. it honestly, if you watched CCTV footage of this or you saw this, it'd be the funniest thing. It was the slowest crash, like walking speed crash. <laughs> Me just going, just, you know. Are you okay? I was fine. Like, I got a scratch. I had three lovely Balinese people pull me out of the ditch, but yeah, I made it. That's good. You made it for the podcast. Made it for the podcast. <laughs> Cool. All right. So, um, what do we got on today? New Buzz um, feature. Did you know Rihanna took no money for her Super Bowl performance? So, this is crazy, right? I always thought the Super Bowl... Firstly, didn't just Super Bowl just happen? I'm confused. Didn't we just see Snoop Dogg and Dr. Dre? Yeah. And now Rihanna? Did they have two in the US? No, like- they have... Well, they have one. Okay. But it, you're right. Like, it just... It came really, really fast. It feels like two. But so, Rihanna takes $0 for her paycheck, Right. 13 minute, it takes months and months of work. It's her first performance in six or seven years. She's got a three-month-old and she did this on with no money. So, I really like this story because when you think about it, what did she get out of this? Within 24 hours, she got a 390% boost in sales of her music. She has a uh, beauty brand called Fenty and a lingerie line as well. And it garnered almost $8 million in earned media. That's $8 million worth of media. Wow. So, who knows what that translated into sales. And I really love this example, right? Because, no, Tony, we can't shake our ass and throw mm. up Illuminati signs on, <laughs> on national TV. We can't do that. But it is content marketing. Interesting. It's content marketing on steroids. Like, that's why she didn't charge anything from it because attention is the biggest commodity. Mm. So, if you're able to create content, sure, you're not going to shake your ass. But if, you, if you're able to create content, that is the number one form of marketing. So, I love this little example as a metaphor of what us little content marketers can and should be doing and brands should be doing as well. Okay, so you don't get paid directly, but you get paid indirectly in the future. Yeah, it's you're not trying to... She wasn't trying... That's why she took $0. It was a 13-minute ad about her beauty products, about her lingerie products and her music, mm. right? That's what it was. That's why I always say for B2B brands and some B2C brands, I say do webinars. If you get someone there for 20 minutes, they are watching a 20-minute ad of your stuff, Mm. right? Interesting. So, yeah. Love it. Moving on. AI is not against Google's guidelines. What is this about? 
So isn't this funny how the tables have turned, right? Literally a few episodes ago, we said that Google said, if you use AI content, you can get penalized. It's not good for SEO, right? This stuff came out. Mm. But now Google has changed its tune. So it's clarified that AI content is not against its guidelines, revising its previous stance on AI created material, how it will or won't be ranked in Google search. So what they've said is it's important to recognize that not all use of automation, including, including AI generation, is spam. Now, what a coincidence, right? They release their version, Bard, right? Google's Bard AI tool. And then they release this thing. Like, it's not, it's not a coincidence, man. Smart. <laughs> it's smart because they can't have, they can't promote a category that they're not linked to. But, I mean, I love this story because they whipped around so many resources, poured hundreds of millions of dollars, got a competitor out and I thought, and now thought, shit, we actually have to build the category again. So, hey, it's okay for SEO. Yeah. So originally, I think back in the days, they didn't like AI generated content, right? And they then now, like, yeah. conven- like just conveniently, it's like, you know what, we're building our own and it's okay, you can use it. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's, a, it's a dog-eat-dog world in the world of business, right? When ChatGPT started blowing up, they didn't like that. So that's why there was more news of don't use AI content, be careful, right? So, I mean, honestly, Tony, it's common sense. Mm-hmm. So what does this mean? you should be using AI content. You know, we already, for our clients, we've got a, actually we'll link it in the show notes, uh, redpandas.com.au forward slash EP131. We'll link in the show notes. We have a, a Notion board, which is just like a list of resources. And we have like 15,000 marketing um, user cases, right? So what we did is we didn't just get all the, all the crap out there. Here's the list of 50 prompts, 60 prompts. We actually use them and try them with our clients. Mm. And we actually share this with our clients. So we'll share that. But, the point there is like using AI, you can create outlines. Using ChatGPT, you can say, give me an outline. And there's an example if you check out the show notes. Using AI, uh, sorry, not using AI. Give me a uh, article outline for a company selling membership software, for the benefits of membership software, which is one of our clients. And sure enough, it says H1, dot, 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 H2, dot, mm. dot, dot, dot. So still use that stuff. Be smart. I know our content manager is using it as well. Edit it. But don't go the whole way and just write something lazy, copy and paste mm. it. You know, add some human personality to your content as well. I love that. And also on AI, Google's Bard AI bot mistake wipes $100 billion off shares. Wow. So um, this is really interesting, right? So what happened, Tony, they released an ad on Twitter to promote Google's Bard, right? And they had a screenshot of Bard in motion mm. and the information was wrong. So I'm looking at it now. I've got the screenshot in front of me. It said, what discoveries from the James Webb Space Telescope can I tell my nine-year-old about? And there's a fact there that J- the JWST took the very first pictures of a planet outside our own blah, blah, blah. But it was wrong. It was wrong, right? And the market didn't like that. <laughs> Google, what are you doing? Like, at least check your stuff, man. Like, this is this is like marketing. But you know what? It's nice. It's good to know. Yeah. Because this happens at Red Pandas. We make mistakes. We're human. You know what I mean? Like, how, how many mistakes we make, right? Like, yeah. you know, little things that happen all the time. Even Google with its resources pumping hundreds of millions of dollars into an ad is liable to make a mistake. Yeah, right? fair enough. So, that, that's good to know. We're all human here. But it... The market didn't like that. Yeah. And it uh, sent the share price down, you know, $100 million. But it's temporary. It's unrealized loss, whatever. But it does show that, you know, they are playing catch up for sure. Interesting. 
Uh, our final uh, news segment, Microsoft unveils new Bing with chat GPT pals. So it seems like Bing's coming with a comeback. Yeah, I know. It's like one of those, like, don't call it a comeback type of thing. Bing's back from the dead. I, I love this because I love a good, you know, underdog type of story, right? So this was happening. This was always going to happen. Of course, chat GPT, open API, the company behind that, Microsoft has a huge stake. So a lot of us were, th were commentating and thinking, you know what, it's only a matter of time until they inject this into Bing and they're doing that now. So they've said here, Bing will now respond to search queries with more detailed answers, not just links to websites. Users are able to chat with the bot better to tailor their queries. More contextual answers will be added on the right hand side of the page. So if you guys are watching the video version of this and you, if you're not, you can see that redpandas.com.au forward slash EP131. I'm on Bing right now. So check this out. It's like introducing the new Bing. And if I just go to, like say I'll go to, just randomly go to something. How did I do this before? Let me try this again. So see another example. Cool. So it's given me an example. It's just an example at this point. It's more of a demo more than anything. I've got the Bing screen, the normal Bing search engine, and it's given me a query. How do I pest, uh, pick the best dog breed for me? Is it better to adopt or buy? And then down the right-hand side, you saw that chat GPT style. You know, I, I do think though, like they should use the, yeah, they use the animation of the chat appearing, mm. but they should actually use the chat GPT logo with the Bing logo. I think yeah. it just kind of creates that brand resonance and allows them to leverage off ChatGPT's brand. But it's pretty much just like ChatGPT. It's mm. like it's giving me a whole answer, picking the dog breed. Now, this is really cool. It's actually got references as well. So all of a sudden now, like Google doesn't have this. You can't search something on Google, get the answers in the middle and then have like ChatGPT down the right-hand side. It's pretty cool. Interesting. I would like to know is two questions. Will this increase Bing's usage? And two, is this the end of the era for websites? If you're just going to go on to... Because you can get your answers, right? Yeah. That, that's a really good question. So, who knows? Like, it's too early to tell. But what's interesting from this example is they when they have the citations, right? Mm. So, they have the answer. You can pick this dog breed, that dog breed. It's actually got these, these little citations. And the citations go to websites. Mm. Now, remember when you and I were talking about this in the, pre in the prep for the show, you're like, yeah, you know, who's going to go there? But... Like if I was trying to pick a dog breed and I wanted more information, I'm going to go to that website. Mm. So I would actually say like in the long term, who knows, right? You can't, these tech companies will use websites until they don't need to. There was, there's already reports out there that half of Google searches don't go to a page because you get the answers there. But for the short term, it seems that it is actually more of a business case to do your bloody content marketing. More of a business case to answer the questions, concerns, comments, the big five content than ever before because now it can be used in uh, not only blogs. We've been speaking about, you know, Alexa and Google Home and whatever. It's already been used there mm. and now it can be used in AI. Yeah. And so much more, right? Yeah. And what was the other question? Is it going to increase the usage in Bing? Man, it can't <laughs> hurt it. Like, come on, right? Like, all Microsoft has to do is start putting links on ChatGPT and getting the free version pushing people for on the free version to Bing. Yeah. That's all they have to do. Immediately, their market cap is going to go up, man, 10%, right? Exciting Not financial times. advice. <laughs> Exciting times. And that wraps it up for our um, new segment. Uh, moving on, featured buzz. How to talk about price in 2023. 
So this is interesting, right? You know, if you're new, if you're not new to this show, you'll know we talk about the big five, right? That is a framework started by our business partner, Marcus Sheridan. And he talks about the five types of content people look at when they're ready to make a purchasing decision, when they're ready to pull out their wallet. Not like the friend zone content of like which fitness apps to use, right? But actually, you know, buying content. So of course, that is uh, the cost of something, the best something. So the best dot, 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 uh, reviews, versus and problems, right? So replace that with any product or service you're looking or selling. Mm. Now we talk about a lot about cost and on this show, we are huge proponents of talking about cost. And normally people think that's just the cost of your goods, cost of your products and mm. your services. And that's a really, really good place to start, Tony, but it's actually a lot more than that. There's a lot more types of content or cost content that you should be talking about in 2023. And I thought I'd share some things. So, you know, full credit to Marcus Sheridan. He had a he had a newsletter. And if you're not subscribed to it, you can go to Impact Plus and subscribe to it where he actually talks about different applications. I thought we'd, we'd do that today. Fantastic. So the first one is, uh, now, this is really cool, right? The first two are related to the recruitment industry. Now, even me, to be honest, because we are currently, we, we don't have any recruitment clients and we do tailor content for us uh, or our clients. I've never actually thought about it this way, but like think about hiring, right? There's a lot of industries out there where they can't find who they're looking for. So what Marcus talks about is like compensation type content. So turns out when people are looking for a job, they want to know how much money they're going to get. Mm. So why don't you own that conversation, right? So for example, the cost of this or the cost of that, or, you know, we're not, now we're not talking about costs. We're talking about actually salaries yep. and how much money people are going to be making. So Taya is great for recruitment, either for yourself or the recruitment industry. The second one is closely related to that and that's benefits and perks. So for example, like, you know, at Red Pandas, we're talking about uh, compensation packages and bonuses for people, right? So what does that look like? You could say in our industry, this is the norm. Uh, but we do this, mm. right? So at the same time, you're educating and you're promoting, um, you know, Interesting. perks and that type of stuff. Now, the the this is a, this is one that we talk about all the time is the cheapest, right? Buyers and consumers are looking for the word cheapest. So it behooves any con any organization to own this, even if you're a premium provider, right? So we're a premium provider. You know, we're constantly increasing our prices on on certain things based mm. on demand. So for example, you know, we might do the cheapest HubSpot onboarding article. Now, we don't offer that or sell that, but just to talk about that and be non-biased and say, look, you know, you can actually get onboarding for $1,000 or $2,000 and this is what it typically includes. And hey, you know, here's a few links. You can go and purchase that, mm. right? Uh, but in our experience, you know, that's right for boom, boom, boom. But in our experience, most clients of a certain type and size and need, need this and this is what we offer. And we offer it for you know, probably five yeah. or 10 times the amount that amount. So, um, so yeah, there's that one. Uh, the next one is really interesting because everyone's costs are going up. Uh, everyone's cost of living is going up and that's inflation. Mm. So Tony, before the show, we we're talking about how I am uh, looking to get a uh, build a home office because my current home office, my son's about to take over. It's <laughs> growing. It's growing. I've got to, got to move him into there. So, the building industry is crazy, right? Mm. So imagine an article about that talks about how the rising cost of goods and services in their industry impacts price and what that means for the consumer. I think that's important. I think I like that because inflation always happens, right? And it's a way of saying, hey, man, we're increasing our prices 
you know, and it's a good, yeah, it's a good practice to have, I think. Yeah, and it's it's talking about why the prices are increasing, right? So, yeah. for example, if like if Red Panda, every industry can do it, every industry. I'm talking about building, but, you know, service-based industries like we, we could do it too. We could say, look, you know, the rising, uh, you guys know how hard it is to find good marketing people. You guys know how hard it is to find talent. Um, and also too, like sometimes people will say to us, and not, not so much anymore, but they will, you know, talk to us, oh, I saw an SEO package for $500. And in sales calls, I've been saying, who do you think is doing your work for $500? Yeah. Who like, how, how many people do you think and how much attention, even $2,000, even $3,000, mm. right? What are you getting? Exactly. There's no way someone's sustaining incomes on that. So talking about like how the people that you hire and what goes into your products or services, services in this regard, gives people a really good idea of why you charge what you charge and at the same time builds the value. Absolutely. Uh, the last two, I'll go over these real quickly, payment procedures and best practices, right? So, what are the payment procedures? What are the best practices? How is payment facilitated in your industry? Mm. And finally, and I love this one, talking about inflation, X ways to save money. So, I think sometimes like a lot of the ads you've done, right, Tony? Like a lot of the like education types of uh, ads or, you know, showing people how to save money or whatever. Um, that, have you found that work? Yeah, absolutely. Um, you know, anything we've... Uh like saving money, saving, you know, it's a pain point. Costs. Yeah. You know, people like to save money. People don't want to uh, waste money. So, yes. Sometimes, like, a lot of these uh, ads do translate to, you know, content that people could use and we forget about that, you know. And that's what we're doing with one of our uh, clients' moves is looking at the search terms to see what they're searching for, pain points, and using it as content later. So important. Yeah. 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 So, using it as content, so you can use that content and promote that content, run it in ads. Yeah. Uh, but the point is, People are looking for that right now. So if you have an industry, I think most industries, if you're a business, you are designed to offer a value or a good and a lot of industries are offering ways on how to save money. Mm. So so I really like this because it's not just price. If, you're not, if you don't have pricing on your website, you're making a huge mistake. You are leaving money on the table. You know it. When you're looking for something, you're looking for price. So your customers are too. But beyond that, there are different ways to talk about price, particularly in 2023. Also, I know just like, since we put our prices on our website modes, it saved you a lot of time, hasn't it? 100%. I don't get tie kickers anymore. Like mm. you guys can check it out. We'll link it in the show notes actually, right? Redpandas.com.au forward slash pricing. Um, all the pricing is there. Mm. And yeah, in the start, I was scared, oh no, my competitors will find out. But everyone knows what everyone's charging. You know what I mean? And everyone knows that we know our prices. So 100%. So the people we speak to are a lot more qualified and we are speaking to more of our ideal customer profile, which is medium enterprises and bigger and, you know, and large enterprises. So yeah, absolutely, man. It's worked for us. Cool. Fantastic. Now that wraps it up for um, the featured buzz section. Now we're moving on to can we fix it? Moby and Tony, can they fix it? Moby and Tony, yes, they can. So this is fun. I mean, just, even just to hear that jingle, man, like this, my body just waits <laughs> to hear that jingle. Um, so what are we talking about today? So you've got one for us on, uh, can we fix it, Tony? Yeah, so I selected a uh, business. I'm uh, looking at their website called, help me out, Mobs, Umlot. I love this because in there's like, we spent five minutes <laughs> trying to get you to say it. And to be honest, I'm not even sure if I'm saying it right. Uh, umlaut. I, umlaut. I say umlaut. Umlaut, okay. And I will say uh, shout out to Shane Reed and the team at Umlaut. Uh, I worked with Shane on the HubSpot onboarding. Amazing crew. And Shane, I apologize if I'm saying the name wrong. But yeah, umlaut for now. Okay. So, we're going to review the website. 
but we're going to review it based on the story brand framework. And I love this framework because we spoke about it in um, you know, our previous podcast and it's on our websites. It's on the show notes. So uh, check it out if you want to look at it uh, deeper. But using the story brand framework is about using a marketing message tool that allows businesses to clarify their message using the power of story. And it's basically keep it simple. Let's not confuse the market. And yeah, there's a whole framework. It's really interesting and I love it. It works all the time. And a lot of businesses aren't using it, right, Mobs? What do you think um what do you think are the biggest problems StoryBrand does solve? Yep. If you had to say, yeah, what do they solve? Good question. So sorry, uh StoryBrand framework solves two biggest problems. Too many mental calories. What does that mean? There's a lot of websites that don't fully promote their uh, business in a simple way. We're using too many mental calories, they call it. We're getting the <laughs> consumer to use too many calories to think too much, essentially. Yes, that's correct. And you say it so much better, most. Thanks a lot. <laughs> Come on, man. All good. It's your stuff. <laughs> Secondly, a lot of businesses always talk about how great they are, Mobs, and they never talk about the customer or how they want to help the customer. It's always about how great we are. And that's one of the biggest problems that businesses um, do that you know, story brand solves. So, yeah, it's very helpful. First of all, looking at like um, the website, one of the elements and one of the concepts of StoryBrand is using one-liners that help explain a business and you know what problems they solve mm. and a solution. You know, if we can get that very, if we can get that one-liner down, it will just help the business so much with lead generation. And you said they have the problem and solution, so solve the problem in the one-liner. Yes. Yeah. Looking at this uh, website, I'm looking at it. Um, let's just look at the hero banner. Advance your automation. It's got a subheading. Honestly, I read that for good like five minutes and I don't understand what they really offer. And I think it's a bit vague in general. Advance your automation. Like, what does that mean? You know, just looking at it. And Mobs, do you, like, you work with them, do Man, you? Man, don't put me on the spot. <laughs> I knew you were going to do this. So, so I've worked with the team for a couple of months and even me, I don't exactly know. I know it's got to do with data management uh, document management, I know they work with school, industry, but even me, I should know, I should know, and sp- particularly I should know and look at the one line and figure it out. But advance your automation, that could be Red Pandas, man. You know, that Good could be point. Red Pandas. We do, auto- we, we do automation, right? It could be a security system. It could be anything. So, um, so yeah, I like the word it's got your in it. I love that. It's personalized. But that's probably as, as where the stop, like that's, that's as far as the value stops really. It doesn't, attorney. Yeah. Another thing I like to look at in the header section, and that's what we're speaking about, is it's one of the elements in you know story brand. But I like to look at it from my lead generation perspective, right? And there's only one call to action: book a demo, and that's still pretty hard to read, Mobs. Um, you know, it's not like a button; it's a text. Yeah, it's not an appeal or anything like that. I see what you're saying; it's just text. Yeah. What we like to do, um, you know, usually with websites, is what we do know is the human eye moves in a Z line um, behavior. So I'm just going to share our um, that resource on StoryBrand. Yeah, yeah, a resource on StoryBrand, and you can see, and you can find this on the show notes. So you can see that usually when people go on the Z. website, they follow the Z line. So they go from top left to top right, then they go from the bottom left to the bottom right, and they move the, eye, the human eye moves in that section. So what I would have liked to see, and I mean, they can implement it, is a call to action on the top right section that we can see here. And, you know, two buttons, call to action. 
a strong call to action on the left and you know just more of a soft secondary you know, call to action on the right mm. i think they'll help with lead generation so for the people not watching the video what do they currently have and what do you think it should be instead on the website yep so how i would see is on the top right let's put they a call to action right now there's just a flag yep yep and then let's have two call to actions you know book a demo that's a bit strong and you know especially when someone doesn't understand the brand yet that is a little bit strong. Maybe come up with a lead magnet or something, you know, just to get them uh, to understand a little bit more about the business. I think that's something to look at. Moving on, um, you scroll down. Our specialized industries. Industries, yep. Um, I guess this section's about, you know, what they offer for each industry. But I think for one of the elements in StoryBrand, that value stacker is like, what problems are you solving for the customer? Looking at this content here, I'm a little bit still confused of what the uh, content is talking about. And, you know, like it's good that they can have it there, but maybe simplify it a bit. And I know that if you click on read more, you can understand more about the, you know, the solutions or, you know, you know the specialized industry. So there's more content there. But let's keep it simple. Let's keep the calorie uh, counting you know, down. You know, mm. And yeah, you're right. Because I know when I clicked on education, there was like, you know, uh, stuff about reducing costs and centralizing things you're right but you're saying simplify it and bring it more to the fore because right now we still don't know the problems they're solving so the value stack three or four would, would give you that right Tony? yeah fantastic yeah. and let's just scroll down let's have a look more the solutions page i think that's pretty good um you're just offering the solutions and the products uh you can see there's all sorts of products um uh, but it's still it's still a little bit complicated to understand um you know what each product is and secondly i think they mentioned the industry again i don't think that's necessary like i think that's just more yeah i mean added. just uh, like rip off the industries and that you have above and not that this is perfect mm. but it's still a double up yeah 100 yeah. yeah. percent. and i'll speak about it later because maybe brought something up about a product selector and we'll talk about that later but i think that's um interesting um to have a look at so uh moving on there's a little bit of integration and we can see a bit of a social proof uh section i don't mind that and you know, moving to the top, I think there was a bit of this uh, industry partners, bit of credibility. I like that, but I think to make it uh, even more appealing is to have like it's a level too deep, isn't it, Tony? It's mm. a level too deep. Like there's a lot of assumed knowledge. Good point. That you need to have. Good point. Like it needs to be a level because if it's about lead generation, it is about lead generation. You can't assume that they know the problems already. Yeah, hundred yeah. percent. I would like maybe like a Google, you know, like review integration or maybe something more personally with the person, more testimonials. Mm -hmm. I personally like that, but, um, you know, that's something you know, they can have a look at. Then we do have a call to action down here. That's okay. I don't mind that. You know, it's always good to have a call to action down there. Then we move down. We see this value um, stacker that they offer. I find it interesting, right? And I like this. How much could you potentially save per month? And it shows like the customers how much they save. But what we know is more effective is if you solve or agitate a pain point. So imagine not just, just saying how much you could potentially save, but rephrase it. How much could you potentially lose? How much are you losing right now? That yeah. would hit like a... Some I love more. that. <laughs> it's the whole uh, a painkiller sells a lot more than a vitamin yeah so actually yeah 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 so just agitate the pain so it's just love being it. a little bit more strategic with the content um but i love this section i find it um like really smart also i think the call to action um there's no final call to action so we come down here mobs and then there's no call to action to collect you know just the last uh chance to try to collect a yeah. lead 
but also on top of that, core to action, uh, lead generation, you know, like uh, assets, there's nowhere where it's offering, you know, like, uh, well, you know, on the homepage, uh, you know, like a webinar or like a white paper, lead magnet, anything like Buyer's that. guide. Yeah, yeah, you know, just for people who's just looking and trying to understand the business, it's very important. You know, you could increase your lead generation by in 20%, just adding that in. But what you spoke about was a product selector. And we've done that for a few clients. And I love that because going back to their products, um, you know, solutions. And that's not even all of them, but yeah. I think there's a better way of presenting it. And, you know, because they've got so many, they've got different industries and then they've got different products. There's so many different factors and you can be smart about that country mobs. Yeah, so, no, you spot on, you nailed that. Like they've got a lot of industries and they've got more, uh, a lot more than four products as well. So like we said, it's a, it's a good site if it's only designed for people who know exactly what they're looking for, which knowing Shane and the team, they're trying to get leads here. They're trying to get generate business. So wh- because you have so many different industries you're going after and so many different products, let's make it easier for the user. So a product selector without knowing too much deeper about the product, it'd be like, okay, what industry you're in? All right, I'm in education. What, how many you know, people do you have? What do these problems apply to? Yes or no? And then at the end, it spits you out, you know, rather than giving them eight, six, whatever, four things that don't make sense, like connect, HS, insight, AP tools. I know that's account payable tools, but all these different like terms and, and like brand names we're throwing at them, right? It would actually spit out and say, look, here are the two or three things we can help you with. I love that. It's more personalized, more customized. Yeah. Right? And it just kind of whittles away all the different options, right? Because analysis by paralysis, yeah, you know, paralysis by analysis is definitely happening on, happening on this website. 100%. Cool. But yeah, um, that's just... Um, my two cents about the <laughs> no, awesome i'm sure the, the the team will appreciate it but um i think that's all tony it's been a, a big show back it's really good to be here again yeah excited for 2023 most 100 bring it on see you guys thanks for listening to inbound buzz learn anything return the favor by spreading the word want to make your mark in digital need help with your digital strategy inbound and marketing automation efforts then visit redpandas.com.au and be sure to tune in next time for another inbound buzz hit